episode of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a happy home and refine your new lifestyle. This is Bettina Deda, interior stylist and author of Downsize with Style. Today we are talking about how to deal with sentimental items. You know, these things you have forever and you can't, just can't throw them out. Downsizing requires not only the shedding of physical possessions, but also letting go of all the emotional um, thoughts and the baggage and everything that is tied to your um, books, collections, all the things you love and that you um, um, hold um, for many, many years. Um, and many, many of um, empty nesters I'm talking to find it very hard to declutter and get rid of things. They just wonder how to how to do it and how to keep beloved things without um, cluttering the home, the new home again. So if you can relate to this, you are not alone. Um, stay tuned to this podcast and you will find out about a very clever way to deal with emotional items. Today I have a special guest. Her name is Tony, And um, I met her a while ago and uh, she told me about her business, which is called Cherish Books. And her business idea um, to produce keepsake books so that people can take their memories with them wherever they go. And um, so I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. And I invited her to be part of this podcast. And so she said yes. And I'm very excited. She's here today with me. And um, she will share her story with you and talk a bit about her business. Welcome, Tony. Thank you, Bettina. <clears throat> so, yeah, maybe just start. Um, sharing your story and what, how you came up with the idea for Cherish Books. Well, Cherish Books started a number of years ago when I could see a need for um, a product which would allow families to process the strong emotions that they might have around a family home or a garden. The first book that I produced was for a family who had been in the family home for 40 years. They'd raised their daughters in the home. Um, they were wanting to downsize and move to the country but they found themselves very attached to all the beautiful things that they had in their home and the garden. They'd put a lot of time and energy into the garden. And they really wanted a keepsake. They wanted to be able to take um, the memories and some of those sentimental aspects of the home with them, but they knew that they couldn't fit everything into their new home. So what I did for them was to um, spend some time with them and work out, really speak to them about what was important in their home and then take photographs of the garden, particular rooms, particular items, family photographs, um, all of those special things that they collected while they were traveling, but things that wouldn't necessarily be on display in their new home. All right, okay. Um, so basically how, how does it work if someone is interested in doing that, how would you start working with them? Like, could you describe that a bit yeah. more in um, detail? Every book that I make is unique because it is a reflection of what um, the families require in terms of photography and design and layout of the book. So it always starts with a cup of tea, um, a walk through the home, a look at the garden, and I hear the stories And we talk about what type of coffee table book that they might want. Is it a book just for the family? Is it something that they can pass on to the grandchildren? In some cases, it's also a book. Um, there are copies for neighbors and family overseas mm. because everybody mourns the loss of a home. It's not always just 
the people living in the home. It's the children and the grandchildren, especially in these days when we're renovating, we knock houses down. The homes that we grew up in won't necessarily be Mm. available to go back and have a look at. So a book is a great way to capture those memories with professional photographs which tell a story about the family. And so basically if someone has lived 40 years in their family home, let's say they now they want to downsize, so how big would a book like that get them? I mean, <laughs> do you like do you um, encounter these issues that people say, oh, I want all this and this and this, and then it's sort of basically they're not really declutter or they, they, they choose everything and then it's kind of... I think that's, you... <clears throat> that's the beauty of a book. You can almost take everything with you in the form of the book. You can take a photograph of um, the the dining setting. You can take a photograph of the the silver cutlery that you know you're not going to be able to hold on to. You know it will be auctioned off. Um, It will be sold to an antique dealer. It will be boxed up and put somewhere special. But you can take beautiful photographs of those sentimental items. Um, You may not keep your whole book collection, but Mm. you might choose to take photographs of your really special books on your favourite coffee table next to the beautiful reading chair that mm. you sit in in the afternoon sun. You might choose to take a photograph of a rose bush that was planted when you first moved into the home. Um, there are so Definitely. many um, aspects to a home that we have emotional ties to mm. and using photography to capture those um, memories can be really, really powerful mm. and can really help people downsize and let go. And let go. Yeah, I, I once read an interesting um, sentence that said, um, "The memories are not in the things; it's the things that trigger your memories." So basically, you don't actually need the actual physical item. It's more if you have an image, like you just said, you you will basically trigger that same memory from that piece. So that's yeah. Yeah, and it can give it's, a really <clears throat> strong feeling of settling. You can take mm. those memories with you to your new home. You can share them with your new yeah. friends, with your new neighbors. Um, and also I saw on, on your website that you can reorder the books then, like kind of you can say I want in a year, I want another copy or I want 10 copies or whatever, you know, that's another good thing. So you, That's right. Some people <laughs> produce a book for themselves and then when Christmas comes around yeah. they realize that, well, actually it would be really lovely to give the children a copy. Quite often... Mm grown-up adult children living overseas. They have their own lives. They're very busy. But when they come home, they realize that the family home is no longer there. And suddenly they realize that book that mum and dad produced is actually really valuable. Mm. The value increases as the years go by. That's right. So what would be like your top three tips to deal with sentimental items like how I mean, I've recently spoken at a downsizing event, and they that was a big issue to de- de- decluttering and how to get started. And it kind of everyone was really kind of desperate about how how do I start with all that stuff in forty years? And so, do you give the like your customers some tips? Like, for example, when someone calls you and said, oh, I would like you to come, do you give them already tips saying, oh, prepare this and that before I come? Or do you just go and then see what's happening? Or I think because every family is different, I think it becomes very clear the moment I um, come into a family home, I can tell very quickly what the important aspects are. You get a feeling for somebody 
And by talking to people, hearing their story, I can help, um, I can help form the uh, structure of the book and we can talk about whether the book is only photographs. It might include a family cookbook, images from a cookbook or a diary or old letters. But I can really work out what the powerful images are that are involved in the book. Ah, all right. But I do ask people to really think about um, which things they can take with them and which things they know there won't be room for. And those things that they're attached to, a book is perfect because you mm. can have so many images in a book, many more than you can take with you to a new home or a new apartment. So I ask people to really think about the things that they're emotionally attached to. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of aspects of moving which are physical and tangible and very practical, but we often underestimate the emotional tug of our mm. positions. Yeah, that's right. I um, In my book, I have a section at the end, how to deal with sentimental items. And um, one thing is, one tip to think if you only could take one piece of each category, like mm. say books or collections, whatever you have, and then think if I can only take one book, which would it be? Yes. Like really try and find out or which three would it be? I mean, some people have hundreds of books, you know, like, but trying really to think about why would I take this one? What does it mean? Is it something special? And then, um, being an interior stylist, I suggest then really display, take that piece mm. and then display it nicely and don't put it in a in a drawer or in a in a cupboard or somewhere, you know, like mm. maybe you liked to dance when you were younger, you know, yes. and have your old dancing shoes, but they stayed now for 30 years somewhere hidden and then yes. rather take them out and put them on a nice shelf or something and really take these major pieces, but all the others you could then put in one of your books basically and, and you know, have a whole yes. collection then of things that you have actually there and others that you just have in a book. It really <coughs> helps you manage that process. Mm. It tidies up the process and in doing that you feel tidier in yourself. Mm. You feel more at peace about moving on because you can take those images with you in the form of a beautiful coffee yeah. table book. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, maybe tell us a bit about yourself and what inspires your work every day or so share your <laughs> bit more of your story with the um, listeners. What, what I love about working with photography and books is that they're tangible, they're real. You can share a book and mm. sharing images is also about having a conversation with people sharing stories and holding on to precious stories. And I'm really inspired by the, by the everyday things around us. Mm. The most simple items in our home can hold powerful memories for us. And being able to share those um, I think is becoming more and more important because our lives are very busy. We live in a digital age. We have more than enough photographs, but mostly they're sitting on our computers yeah, exactly, or they're sitting in boxes and being able to work with people to help sort through those memories and those images and tidy them and to be able to put mm. them in a form that can be shared in something as beautiful as a mm. book really motivates me. Could, could you describe, like, um, do your customers have these aha moments when they when you say, like, we go through all of that and then they've 
all of a sudden get yeah exactly that's what I want in that book. So how they how do they react then or what what? It can be very powerful. Um, often when we um, look at taking photographs of a particular item, that will trigger other memories. And beautiful photographs come out of boxes and and then families decide, oh, we really must have a picture of a particular tree in the backyard or the back step where my son tripped over when he was four and broke his arm. All of those uh, Mm. memories are very powerful for individuals. And to be able to share those and cherish those memories is really, really powerful. So often there are the aha moments. Um, Often one book then spurns another book. Um, To be able to share a family cookbook by taking copies and recreating images from one book or a family Bible and then printing several copies is really, really lovely. Family recipes that are passed on through the generations. Mm. So it's basically creating your own cookbook then. That's I mean, right. You're and, not, yeah. If people have like recipes on pieces of paper or written in other little notebooks, so then you photo, uh, you photograph them and put them in a separate. Yeah, because often cookbook. there's one cookbook that everybody wants at home. And so the siblings are thinking, but I would like to keep mum's cookbook. Mm. Well, now there's a way of, of taking images from the cookbook and producing three or four copies that the family can share and pass on to their children. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's all very interesting. Um, What else? um, So basically, if if someone wants to um, learn more about your services, they go on the website, right? That's the first um, step. They're very welcome to have a look at the website, have a look at a range of books that I've produced in different sizes and different formats, the type of photography um, and the way I I can treat images. Mm. Um, And then I'm more than happy to have a cup of coffee with people to talk about their ideas and to see if if there is a project there that Mm. they'd like to work on. Yeah. And so um, are you a photographer from... Trade, or is that more passion you had developed over the years? Or yeah, my background is advertising and marketing. All oh, right, um, yeah. and so the the photography, you know, it, and the graphic design comes hand in hand. Um, so, with my background in corporate marketing um, and my experience with uh, designing books for people and telling stories. That, that just really mm. makes my heart sing. That's, yeah. that's what's really important. To when me. did you start with um, Cherish Books? So you, when did you stop working in corporate marketing? Yeah, like? um, it was about three years ago now ah. when I made the transition. Um, I still work part-time. Uh, I still do a little bit of marketing work and um, business planning work. But the things that really, really keep me excited mm. are creating books for people and hearing wonderful stories. Yeah, and I remember you, you said when we met first that you didn't start with the downsizers. That came or sort of up in after you had done a few books and then all of a sudden this big market of people who are downsizing opened up. And, and so it's a, it, you discovered that as well as a great way to help these people Moving on. Yeah, downsizing downsizing can be very complicated. It's a long mm, process. There's a lot yeah. to consider. And there's there's lots of different aspects of downsizing. And the emotional aspect and the sentimental aspect 
is just one part of the mix. Yeah. It's an important part. And I find it's often neglected a bit. It's very, uh, when I look at, for example, there is um, a big retirement expo now coming up on the weekend here in Sydney, and I looked through the floor plan and exhibitors. It's a lot of financial, it's all about financial consultants and planners and retirement planning, but it's it's really all focused, it seems to be, on that financial aspect, but there is so much other, so many other things going on in people's heads, and this is, yeah, so it's, I think it's really important to start early with the whole process so that you get everything covered from your financial things, but also your decluttering, and then what do you do with these items? I mean, you won't most probably decide that in one day, you know, you have mm. to need a bit of time to think about it and how that whole work through the whole process, talk to someone like you and see, okay, what could I do? And then really decide what can I take in the new home and um, how do I take it? How do I incorporate it in a new place? And there's so many different aspects. This is why it's really important to start early with the, with the planning, I think. Um, yeah. Well, is there anything else you would like to share or um, have covered, or <laughs> I, I would just like to say it's a wonderful opportunity to talk to you about downsizing. It's something that that touches many of us, yeah. Um, whether it's our parents or ourselves, um, and to know that there are wonderful facilities now and opportunities for help in talking to someone about the aspects of downsizing. Yeah. Um, so thank you for today. Yeah, that's not a problem. Um, Thank you for sharing um, the story. And um, so we have we forgot to mention one important thing, and that's your website, which is www.cherishbooks.com.au. So I repeat that again, www.cherishbooks.com.au. So if you would like to have more information about Tony and how she can help you create wonderful keepsake books, go on that website and have a look. Um, I also would really um, appreciate if you leave um, a comment or rating on iTunes, if you like the podcast, and also share it with your friends and community. Um, and there is also um, the option to leave to email me or via my website, um, www.downsizewithstyle.com. Um, and let me know if you, if there are other topics you are interested in, you would like to hear about, and then I'm going to find someone to talk about or to research that topic and, and um, share my findings with you. Um, yeah, so that would be great. Um, there's a contact form on my website where you can contact me. And um, if you would like to discuss any downsizing challenges, please um, contact me as well and book um, a complimentary personal consultation. Um, I'm happy to have a chat with you and see how I can help you. And, um, yeah, thank you for listening today. Um, stay tuned for few to future podcasts and spread the word. Thanks a lot and cheers. Cheers.